The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. We are all about getting real, ready, and equipped for an authentic life of victory here on Real Victory Radio. And we are going to have some real fun today. We have Shonda Pierce back in the house. On the phone with us There's today. There's nobody more real than Shonda. She is the country comic, and we are excited to have her back. She really doesn't need an introduction because we know that you love her as much as we do. Yes. Billboard magazine dubbed her the country comic, and she has been making audiences laugh for more than two decades with her winning combination of fierce wit and southern charm. And you can, ab- she's breaking out my Oklahoma accent. I've Me got too. to I say, noticed I fell right into my Georgia accent. So talking you're, to you're her. making us talk it. funny. I love it. Good, good. I'm spelling love L U V instead of L O V E. That's right. You know, I wonder if I ever didn't get my own radio show. It would probably be really hard in some areas. <laughs> Even if I was trying to talk about something serious, it just wouldn't come out that way. <laughs> Can we ask you our favorite question? To We're so glad you're back with us yes, today. We, we had so much fun last Thank time. Thank you. I'm so glad I didn't wear out my welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mama taught me not to wear out my welcome for sure. But we are really glad you are back today. You are certainly not wearing out your welcome here. We have a question that we really love to ask our guest on the show. And that is, where in your life are you currently experiencing the most victory? Or have you experienced the most victory in your life? And if you would just let us into your world, we would love it. Loaded question. Man, you know, that's a great question. Because I will say, during this pandemic, something so monumental happened to me. Um, and it, it's a long story to get to a short answer. But I, I I, lost my husband's wedding ring. Now, I, it was devastating to me only because when, when he passed away, you know how you have to go to the funeral home and take his clothes and all the stuff you'll put on to bear him. I couldn't find his wedding ring. And I thought, well, maybe they took it off at the hospital. They do that because when you get ready to go to surgery. Maybe he got so mad at me one day through the lake. I let the devil build that up in me to be such a stronghold. And and it's so stupid because, one, he was so frugal, he wouldn't have thrown it away. He'd have melted it down and made something else out of it. But, you know, I just it, it just became this. This thing, this tangible thing that the devil was using over my head. Because, you know, when my husband passed, we had been separated a little while. We had just got back together, but he was struggling uh, as an uh, alcoholic. And I was 
fighting to make you know make him get sober and doing all that tough love stuff and so the devil will beat you up over all your regrets or i should have done this or should have done that and i let that ring be a symbol and i want to tell you something i have moved three times i have renovated the house you know the little cabin that we lived in i've renovated it a couple of times so it's not like it just you know i just didn't look in the right box i have searched and searched and Hmm. searched and searched and about a a few months about a month ago i found that thing about two days before the anniversary of his death wow it was just wadded up in a recipe for hot wings now is that the funniest (laughs) wow first of all what man needs a recipe for hot wings but i can just see him watching tv it was a hot wings recipe and and peanut butter cookies Oh. And, he had, and he had written that down and folded that up, and I guess he got wadded up in that piece of paper. And when, for some reason, on that particular day, as I knocked over a little box of pencils, it comes rolling out. And it was if a weight was lifted off of me. Now, here's the answer to the question. When that weight was lifted of that that thing that the devil tried to keep me in bondage about I was not a good wife, I should have been a better wife, don't ever date again because you're just going to mess some man's life up. These are the things the devil tries to whisper in your ear. Oh, yeah. It's as if the Lord relinquished all of that Hmm. shame and worry for me in such an instant that I promise you I felt 25 pounds lighter. Now, Hmm. I wish the scale said it, but I know my (laughs) spirit was 25 pounds lighter. And it was such a miraculous thing in that that moment, in that split second of feeling that bondage and that weight go away. I, I put it on a little chain and I wore it around my neck for a week, you know, or so. I I can't tell you how what is illuminated before my very eyes at God reminding me that in six years I have victory because I've learned to live alone. And be okay with it. Yes. I. Uh, it doesn't mean I don't miss him, or you know, I, I wouldn't want him back. I. I. I find that the what the Lord is teaching me in in such victory is the gift of of managing my time. You know, and and uh, I, yes. when I'm not on the road, I'm at home. I don't have a, a nine to five job like many people do. So time on your hands can be a killer mm. if you struggle with depression or you're walking through grief. You know, you just got too much, and so you want to sleep half the day away. You just go, not me. I my feet hit the ground. I can't. I can't get enough done in the daytime. How now, awesome! Could, could you bottle that? Because I need some Would of you come that. Come to my house. Come to my house well, and like get know, it. The first month of COVID, the first month of the pandemic, you eat. The second month, you got to work out for what you just ate. And then finally, the third month, you dive in on some things around the house. My closets look so good. Well, come to our house and organize ours, okay? My office yeah, is a nightmare. I need you. But the of of the victory that I'm experiencing in being okay with spending time with myself. I that may not make a lick of sense to anybody, but it sure it, it does, does to me. Because it does. when you are grieving or when you just hey, you know, and it's not and I know a lot of women that's not married yet and your your time that or you had a really bad marriage and you're really enjoying your time alone. You know, I 
I, I had a great marriage. I mean, took that last little bit of the of drinking, you know. But I had a great, and so I, I lamented that for so long, wanting that back, you know, that I couldn't focus on growing and 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 learning to be alone. I was more busy crying about being alone than than adjusting. And and I have I have felt so victorious lately that I'm like, you know what? If if I never marry again, if I never have a date, I'll take myself out to eat Friday because I'm a wonderful person to go out to eat with. You know, one of the things as you're talking about just the snuggling in to being home and the energy you're finding and the moments yeah. of bondage being released and how God's illuminated the victory in your alone times and helped you to manage your time rather than yeah. giving into depression and the challenges of that. I, yeah. I kept hearing in my head let that he's that Exodus twenty three eleven. you know, it talks about where the farmers should let the land rest for mm. six years. And this keeps coming to my oh, spirit. Has, I got a Holy Ghost bump. It, it's that. coming to my spirit as you're talking. So I had to give that to you because I think it's for all of us. And perhaps that's what God's doing is he's giving his people a chance for our land, so to speak, to rest. So that when we do go back out in the world right. and you do get on that bus and you head back out, you're going to be rested. You're going to feel like everything in your life is in order and that all things that hurt were, are behind and it's a brand new beginning. So I'm just giving you that to leave there. I, I was not I from me, that. nothing from me. Let me tell you that was um, good. Yeah, that was, you know, you're exactly right. And that, and that can be for any of us when whatever that normal is going to look like when this is all over and it will be over. <laughs> it will be. It'll be over soon. The election's done. This mm-hmm. will all be over. You know, mm-hmm. um, I happen to serve on a, on a couple of coalition boards and advisory boards for the this present administration. And, of course, believe me, I got toilet paper rolling in my trees for people that hate my guts. But I don't care. You know, I, I am blessed. I'm a, I'm a kid that grew up with nothing and to be invited to the White House on a regular basis. It cracks me. I feel a piece of silverware every time I'm going to get a whole set one of these days. You know what? It is God's appointment for you. When you share that, I, I was so blessed. I just smiled so big, and I said, it is just like God. I was not surprised at that. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, it shocked me to death because you you know known me for a long time. Um, the little Nazarene preacher's kid in me was like, well, I wish my mother was alive. She was Aww. just so nervous knowing I'm having dinner with the president tonight. She's in heaven yeah. on her tiptoes about you, girl. She saw it. I but, bet I you. but all that to say, you, you keep in perspective. You know, I, I am privy to a lot of information I get to hear on our conference calls. I get to hear some facts of what's going on instead of the fury of, of the media. And I just I wanted to let your listeners know we will be back to normal someday. But normal, I don't ever want to be normal from what the Holy Spirit has taught me during mm, all of this. Yes. I want I want to be new and refreshed and rested, like you said. But I want to be wiser. Mm. And I took a lot of stuff for granted. Sunday school, man, I took oh, man. Late. <laughs> For you know, sure. If the preacher was out of town, I might sleep in and not go to church. You know, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, and, man, now it's like <laughs> everybody geez, ought to go to Sunday school. That's yeah. 
Wednesday night prayer meeting. I'm like, where's the next slideshow? I'm going to be there. I bet. <laughs> you know, I went in the middle of this time early on. I remember I was doing a, a Facebook Live with a friend or something, and she said, what's the one thing that you, you know, are learning right now in this time? And I said, God is really telling me not to walk away from this time and regret not having used it to draw close to him, to to rest, like you were talking about, letting the land rest yeah. and just getting ready to go back out because we will go back out. And I'm we so will. glad that you said that because that is uh, just joy to my soul to know that we are, we will be back. And I loved that you are getting to speak into this administration yes. and to this, this time yes. of history. You know, I do believe in, and I, with all my heart, I, I, and I, you know, I put my son and I do not think along the same political lines. We, we can really have some heated conversations. There's not a time that after our chat or our, our heated chat, you know. I love um, discussion. On the political basis, yeah. he's 30-something years old. There's He's 31. There's not a time that we hang up, and if we hang up and go, okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to talk. Then we're going to have to agree to disagree. I'm not going to talk about it, and we hang up. Nine times out of ten, ten minutes later, he'll call. Mom. Well, thanks for being willing to talk about it. I love I, it. I don't want this to come between us. And I, I've even recorded some of his voicemail messages of going, I'm sorry I got too loud. And I've had to do the exact same thing. Mm. In other words, I, what this this political climate can teach you if you let it is how to love and respect people that don't think like you, don't mm-hmm. look like you, and don't believe like That's you. That's right. Um and if the more we do that with love, that's right. I have found with my own son, the more I go, uh-huh, well, I never thought of it that way, son. And I, I appreciate you. I'm proud of your your thought process. We don't have to agree. What that does, nine times out of ten, it makes him think harder about what it is that I'm saying. If I, if I approach it with great love, because there's no greater love that I have in this world than the way I love my son and my kids. And so when I approach a disagreement with him with that thick, ooey, gooey, I will die for you kind of love. Wow. Um, it, 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 I relinquish the need of having to win him over and be right. And if he relinquishes the need of the same thing, all of a sudden our, our mutual, you know, it's like two pieces of bread. What if you had wheat bread? This sounds really funny. I'm just making this. I've got to be holy ghost because I ain't this smart. What if you had wheat bread on part of the sandwich and then white bread on part of the sandwich? It's that ooey gooey stuff in the middle. It's the peanut butter is what puts the two of them together. Mm, that's so good. It's the, peanut butter, it's the peanut butter and jelly that makes it good. So if that ooey gooey love sweet stuff. Hmm. It brings us together. I love that. That that makes the perfect sandwich. That makes that makes it work. You know, makes us all work together. And and love will always win. Yes, always. I love because that ooey gooey it, love. Right. Yes. And, and he, one time I said even say, well, mom, you just say that because you love me. I go no. See, I say it because of God. Because there is no love exists if it 
weren't for God. The Bible says God fears love. So you wouldn't even be able to love peanut butter sandwiches if it wasn't for God. That's awesome. I mean, you wouldn't be able to love the sunset. You wouldn't be able to love that man that you love if, if it weren't for God. He is the very essence of what yes. love is. And so, man, when I said that to my son, he's like, well, I'm have to go now and read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like, oh, I'm going to use yeah. that. Yeah. Do you have some parenting advice for us? Because this this <laughs> parenting my parenting advice comes way late in the game. <laughs> well, so does ours. I think that's what happens is we just have to learn as we go, right? And right. No, yes, and they don't exactly. give us a manual at the, when the baby is placed in our arms that says this is how you do it all perfect. I wish they would have done that for me for sure. Um, but you know, I heard my friend Tina Griffin, who is a counterculture mom. You guys gotta ch- check her out sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I tease her. She is she is up on the latest of whether you vaccine your kids or you don't. What video game they should be watching? What they should never have in your house? I mean, she that's what she does. That's the gift the Lord gave her. That's her ministry is equipping mothers, young mothers raising kids. And I always I'm, I cried out to her one time going. Where were you when my husband and I were fighting over whether the kids should watch Harry Potter? You know, that's, you know, where were you when we were fighting about, is it Atari or, you know, or can we do uh, Nintendo? You know, and, uh, and she goes, it's not too late. I said, yes, it is. My kids are 36 and 31. She goes, but they will still come at you for some advice. And it's true. They, mm-hmm. ne- they your kids will always you know, come back or come back at you with a, well, one does. I have one that hasn't spoken to me for a while, but, mm-hmm. but I'm, I still hold out the hope that one of these days she's going to have a question and, and I will be more equipped now because of my relationship with the Lord than I was when I was a young, stupid mother. <laughs> Amen. Amen. They will have a question. I'm holding hope to that. I know and believe that too. And, yeah. Um, yes. We believe it for one another. Shonda, will you tell us about the laughing in the dark? Last time you were here, we touched on that. Would you just give us a a brief moment of that? It's just amazing how that came about. We, I had gotten award as the most awarded female comic in history. And it just blew our minds. And and my sweet manager was, we were new in relationship at the time and he was from Hollywood and and his goal, he said, my goal is at some point in the in the comedy world, I want to tell somebody that I manage Shonda Pierce and I don't get that. Well, who is she? And then I say, she has the most awards of any female comedian in history. And he goes, it used to blow their minds. He goes, I, I want to, we need to document what's going on out here and the long lines of people that buy tickets and all. Because it was it started out to be kind of a in your face to Hollywood. Look what I look what we're doing, you know. What happened in it was you can't help but just get raw and real late night on a bus and a camera sitting in your face. And, and, and what began to unfold was a real truthful story of what God did, even, even when I fell into deep depression and what God did, even as my husband you know, and I were away from each other too much on the road, what God did. Even in all of that, God still was at work in our lives and using us. And and we recorded this great, you know, laughing in the dark and how do you get to, how do you laugh when life is dark? 
And we had this beautiful reconciliation scene where David and I, you know, talked about our reconciliation and moving back in together. He, we've been separated for like 18 months while he was in a uh, rehab facility. And it was just this great victory. And then he died. Hmm. We had to go back and refilm the whole ending. And, and it was, wow. I mean, I looked, I saw it not long ago and I could see my eyes glassed over in that moment of grief and all of that. Hmm. Well, we we threw it out there. We hit it. it went to the movie theaters. I saw it. It was, it was the biggest selling movie on a Tuesday night. Like even when Star Wars came out, or I mean, there was some movie that hit about the same time, and more people went to see Life of Good Dark. It just blew Love our it. minds, and 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 it's still it's it's cinema. But, you know, the cinematography is like there is none. We had a couple of cameras that we held in our hands. You know, it was. Poor lighting. We did not know what we were doing. And I think that's what was so great about it. We it was awesome. stayed out of the way of what God was doing. The second, so then that, you know, a couple of years went by. We did another one called Enough, which was kind of the follow-up. We tried to get a little better with our camera work, you know. We tried to hire a few people that knew what they were doing, and, and it did well. And then I did one a couple of years ago called Unashamed, and that yep. did really well. Yep. And, of course, I've been in a bunch of Hallmark movies and all of that where I got to play someone other than myself. But it is really interesting to me, to me that the, the things like the documentaries is what people were gravitating to. I think they just saw the crazy gal on stage talking about her spanks and her, you know, and her menopause and, you know, and her kids. And they wanted to know what, what, what really, what did it take to get there? <laughs> and I used to tell young comics, Oh, you don't want to do it the way I do it. First of all, everybody has to die. (laughs) It was such a great movie. And we want to encourage people to go to all the, you know, the places where you can stream uh, things and watch Amazon. I realized I had a whole category on Amazon. It's really embarrassing when you buy your own stuff and you don't want your neighbors to see Amazon deliver your own stuff too (laughs) (laughs) that is great shonda we are again out of time and we just are would you just pray for just the joy just a restoration of joy is what i feel like we are needing to pray for people today thank you for making us laugh and thank you for sharing and just being vulnerable with us because it is about being real and that is what people connect with and i think that's why people connected with the laughing in the dark like you said would you just pray that over us I will. Father, you are such a good father. I just love the opportunity to talk to you and talk with you uh, with some good friends. And that's kind of how it's been today is just three gals sitting around talking about the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Right now, Lord, someone is listening that is yes. that is probably leaning more toward the dark side rather than the laughing yes. side. And so we pray peace over their hearts. We pray that the pain that they're carrying, they will begin to lay it down at your feet. And we pray that joy will come along. Happiness just comes and goes, but the joy of the Lord is where our strength is found. And so we pray joy comes into the very marrow of their bones because of their relationship they can have with an Abba Father that cares about everything we're going to and Father, when that joy is restored to their lives, send the funniest thing they've ever seen 
past their driveway or in their eyesight or in their rearview mirror or somebody that walks by the mall. And when that yes. laugh hits their lips, remind them, remind them of the gift of that laughter and the healing that it is that you were listening when we ask for joy and we ask for laughter. You're a good God. Thank you for this time. Amen. Oh, thank you. Will you join us again? Can we call you again? We think our listeners are going to need more of you. Good. I'll tell you, let's do it. All right. We love you. you I almost said this every time y'all introduced yourselves. I was like, well, I'm jealous. I want three names in my name. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like your dad. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, I had included him. We love you so much. Thank you for being uh, here. Yes, thank you so much for being with us, Shonda Pierce, and thank you for being with us, listeners, here on Real Victory Radio today. We have enjoyed this conversation with Shonda, and I know you have too. You can connect with her at shonda.org. And then you can listen to any of our previous episodes if you missed our first one with her at SoundCloud, Apple, YouTube, or Spotify, Real Victory Radio. We want to encourage you to go courageously and live victoriously. Thank you so much for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio. 94.7 FM, The Word.